You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of Booth Review. A happy Thanksgiving. And welcome into another episode of Booth Review. What's up, everybody? I'm Ken Swanson here with my guy, Brandon McAnderson. BMAC, how you doing, my friend? I am excellent. It's turkey week. It's a turkey extravaganza, and I don't even like turkey. But I like the fellowship, and I like the family. So I uh, can't wait. Wait, wait, hold on. We we don't like turkey here? Like, what? Explain. Um, it's not that I don't like turkey. I would just say that turkey is very mid Um you know, that's that's how I would describe it. I know there's some turkey traditionalists out there that are coming from my neck, including my mother. I see you, mom. Uh, but, you know, I'm not way into turkey like that. Give me some ham. Give me some prime rib. I'm a little fancy. Well, about like a little brisket. You like a little brisket? Come on. Now you're, you, now you're speaking my language. Come I, on. I'm cooking the brisket for the family this year. So I'm I'm going to my parents' house, uh, but I'm cooking the brisket this year. So okay. I'm... Uh, okay. I'm kind of excited about it. Yeah, I, I got it dry, brined, and ready to go. Uh, man, I how you feeling after that loss? You know, how you feeling after that game? Just, just, just I want to get your emotions. You were in the, you were in the booth for the last, you know, the last time as we know it. Uh, just everything. How, how, how'd it go? How'd you feel? How you feeling now? Man, it was like a movie. You know, there was like these huge moments. There were these early pressure points and tests. You know, that it was like, hey, can you pass this test? You know, and it was just, you know, it was honestly the most special environment I've ever experienced in Memorial Stadium as a player or a fan. Um, I just think it was louder. It was more electric. electric. Um, you know, I, I've mentioned this many times as, you know, learning to win is tough. You know, it's just a tough thing to do. And I went through that as a player in 2006. And I would say that the difference is, is that in 2006, we were close to the peak of what we were going to be. This team is no ways near the peak of what it's going to be. So I think it's funny, you know, that you look back on it and all the opportunities that they weren't able to capitalize on. And one of the questions that was basically asked to everyone is, is asked to everyone on the staff is, is the gap closing? There is no gap player for player. That was an even game. And I can make an argument that last year player for player was an even game you know, to a certain point. So it's, you know, the gap question has bothered me. Um, but other than that, I think that I feel really good about it. I feel really good about Cole Ballard and, and his development and his future. I feel really good about any plays that Tory Lachlan's in. Um, and I feel really good about Devin Neal, who is, uh, man, I could talk about him for hours, about what he has become as a player and what he has meant to this university. Yeah, I obviously it sucked to lose. And... I think, I think Kansas, I think Kansas lost that game, right? Like I, I think Kansas made some critical mistakes in that game that really gave Kansas State an opportunity to win it. Uh, I thought Kansas largely outplayed Kansas State, which was really a encouraging, fun thing to watch. And like I know we're belaboring the the third string quarterback thing a little bit, but I mean they 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 dominated stretches of that football game with a freshman quarterback making his literal first start in college, just been on scholarship for a couple weeks, came in as a walk-on, did some good things. But, like, I just, I, I, I obviously it sucked 
and I wanted to win that game, and I wanted to see Kansas win that game, and it would have been fun to send the booth out against Kansas State in a win. But, man, I'm just having a hard time being too down because I'm just so continually impressed with this program and what they've done and how much the, the gap is gone. The gap does not exist. This is a good football team, a good football team within the state of Kansas that can go blow for blow with Kansas State and will be going blow for blow with Kansas State for a long period of time. And we'll get theirs. And we'll start winning this game. I just, I felt, I, I'm, I'm optimistic. I know after watching this team and this group and this program and what they did and what they did to rally behind Cole Ballard and what they did, you know, to play a collective strong football game. Yeah, there was some mistakes and some crucial moments and some frustrations. And we'll talk a little bit about them, I'm sure. But I just, I have a hard time being too down because I just, I think about what's coming back next year. I think about the future of this program. I think about the recruiting classes they've been able to redshirt, develop, and get physically ready, where years prior they had to throw a bunch of young kids to the fire, and now they get to development and physically mature. Like, I'm just, yeah, I'm just over. I'm, I, I, I don't know why I came out of this. I'm frustrated, obviously. Frustrated, but just I, there's just a lot of optimism for me after this week. Yeah, I mean, you're talking to me, so you know I was optimistic when I woke up this morning. Uh, but just about the football part of it, there's a lot to be optimistic about. Um, you know, there's little things that happen within the game. You know, Cable Dew's been dealing with a lower leg injury. He ends up not being available. And then Armaje just plays right tackle. <laughs> you know, he plays it well. And I mean, that's what I mean. Like, there's just, you know, like Cole Ballard. I've mentioned the other young quarterbacks that have been thrust into duty. They've not played like that. They've not played that kind of a poised football game. They've not played. Like, he made mistakes and recovered from them in real time over and over again. I just yeah. don't think that that's, that's not normal. It's not normal to see a guy, you know, he has the fumble when he's running the football, but he runs the football confidently for the rest of the game. You know, he he takes a chance, throws it high, gets an interception. He throws the ball down the field with confidence the rest of the game. Um, I think he's just a unique player, and it speaks to the staff and the strength of the team and the strength of the pieces around them. But it also speaks to like what makes JD so special is that you see that you see the flashes of Jason Bean. You see the flashes of Cole Ballard over and over again in the in these different ways. But the difference with Jalen is it's just there all the time. So that that premium level of quarterback play that each person can reach, you know, on occasion and maybe often. But that's the standard for Jalen. And that's what you got to appreciate about, you know, having him back in the fold next year. Kansas rushes for 234 yards in the game. Just absolute dominance in the run game. Uh, Devin Neal looked unbelievable. That's like when when NFL teams want if NFL teams watch that tape, that's the that's the tape people are going to pay. That's the best game of Devin Neal's career. He was outstanding. I think his vision, his anticipation. His quickness was he was a little actually he was a little quicker than he's been. He's a little faster than he's been. He just he he was he had great anticipation, second, third level. I'm mean, only gonna talk to you about this, B Mac. You know. Like <laughs> but I mean you've been you've been a you've been a back. I just thought this was the best I thought this was the best game of Devin Neal's career, honestly. You know what? I can make an argument that Devin Neal has played the best game of his career every game since OU. I thought OU was my favorite game that he played. 
just because he was he was doing all this the shifts, but you know the shiftiness, the making people miss, the breaking tackles, but it wasn't resulting in these 80, 30, 40 yard runs. It was five, 12, seven yard runs. He coupled those together with the 20, 20 carries and made a hundred yards. Iowa State he was effective again. Not I probably that's a probably one you throw out because they were so dominant in the box. But then you come back to Texas Tech. He's the spark of the game. He's a big play guy. He's able to slash and get them back into the game. This game, he did everything. He did everything. Pass pro. Uh, there was the the uh, zone lead to Highshaw near halftime. We got a 12-yarder. Lead blocker on that play, Devin Neal. And it wasn't no position block. It, it was a left shoulder, left foot, boom, driving a guy. Um, I thought I think he's reached a level that I've only ever, ever, ever seen one other Big 12 player reach. I'm not counting B. John Robinson because he was something different. But Brees Hall had this thing where if you were a second-level player and you were in the hole, you'd never tackle him. I mean, it just never happened. And that was every game I saw him play. Devin has reached that point to where it doesn't matter what player it is. It could be a linebacker. It could be a safety. It could be a defensive lineman. They can't get him on the ground. That's another NFL skill where they're going to see that because they know there's going to be free guys in the box often. And he's shown that he has more than one tool to take care of that problem. Offense, yeah, 234 yards on the ground, 396 yards total to Kansas State's 331. I think that's a compliment to the Kansas offense and also to the, to the Kansas defense as well. Uh, it was kind of funny. There was this really handsome guy last week talking about using Tory Lachlan in the Wildcat. I don't know if you remember. I can't remember his name, mm. but he just talked Luke about – just. I think it was probably Springer. Yeah. But uh, that was just a that was a fun wrinkle. I wondered if you might see that a little bit. Obviously, like Tom, like a little bit last week. I wondered if you might see that just because he's got the understanding of pitch relationship, like we've talked a little bit about. He's got the ability to run the football effectively. I thought he, I thought Tory Lachlan did great playing. You know, kind of in that little wildcat role. Yeah, and I think that was just a smart little way to kind of alleviate some pressure from Cole Ballard a little bit. But you saw, I think. Tory Lachlan, I think he averaged about five yards per carry when he was running the ball, and I think he made a, a couple good decisions, you know, when he actually had was forced to pitch the ball. So I thought it was a fun little wrinkle. It was a good job by them, uh, kind of getting him involved in that capacity. Yeah, I mean, he he was incredible. There's not there's never a Tory Lachlan game plan that I'm going to argue with. I like when he's involved all the time. What I really like about what Kansas does with their quarterback shifts is it does make it hard to defend uh, the so the quote-unquote wildcat because it's not a pre-snap alignment. And there is often pre-snap alignments where Cole Ballard is not even lined up at quarterback. So you don't even get the benefit of what you would normally get, right? I can play a heavy box. I know exactly what's going to happen. But there's there's sets out there where Sevian Morrison's out there, Tony Lachlan's out there, Devin Neal's out there, and two tight ends. It's like a 32 personnel. But they're running spread concepts. So, I mean, it's just, it is just, they talk about being the most stressful offense in America. That is a really good example of why and how, because now you have the first, you have to find the players. Then you got to get them on the ground because Tory Lachlan is a very good player, a very good runner of the football, but he can also run rounds. So you can't just not guard him. They don't have any decoys. Everybody that plays in those positions can do something. I think that that's what makes it really difficult to defend. Absolutely. You've got just a, uh, and like we talk about you know, Tory Lachlan, and we I, I spent a lot of time last year talking about Tory Lachlan because I just love like he's and I think we talked about like in the Illinois game too. Like there's not very many players like him that can run you know as a direct snap player and, and run the option 
run the ball on a traditional carry, run a vertical route out of the backfield and catch the ball over his head, you know, away from his frame. Like he's just got a very unique skill set. And it's just a it's the, the unique skill set is just good football player. Mm. And I just it was so fun to see him kind of just get to show a little bit more of that diversity because man, I he's been one of my favorite players to watch. Uh, hey, Homefield's Black Friday sale starts November 17th, just so you know. It's already started. We're already in the middle of it. The sale ends November 26th. You get 20% off the entire site with code Black Friday. So you can rock the merch like this that I'm rocking, this Kansas hoodie. They've got all kinds of great KU football stuff, all kinds of great KU basketball stuff. So you can be repping throughout the year, whatever sport, whatever season you're in. Make sure you're going to Homefield using promo code Black Friday to take 20% off the entire site and off of your order. We're going to take a break. We'll be back right after this. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Please feel free to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. Feel free to leave a five-star review on the channel. It helps us grow KC Sports Network KU stuff. Helps more Jayhawk fans find our content. Uh, BMAC, I thought Andy Koldnicki was in his bag this week, too. I thought he had an absolutely great game plan. We talked a little about some of the wrinkles with Lachlan, the pre-shifts, you know, the pre-snap stuff to try to help, you know, keep the, keep the direct snap stuff fresh. Uh, you know, I thought the first play out of the out of the half on the little little play to to the Mason Fairchild was absolutely crucial in Kansas being in the position that they were in. I thought Andy Kolnicki had an absolutely great game plan dialed up for this game. Absolutely. You know, like he's a guy that, you know, his A plus is as good as anybody in the country. Yeah. Um, and his, you know, he doesn't get much lower than that on a regular basis anyway. <laughs> but I, I liked how he used misdirection. I liked how he used his motions and shifts. Um, I liked how they used the backs. You know, like it's, I don't know about you, but man, I love seeing 28 out there. You know, he's Sevian. He's yeah. big. He's sudden. Um, you know, he's got great hands. He's, you know, he's a taller, slender guy, so he can he can run routes. On that play, I thought it was Doug Amelia. Uh, from my angle, he looked mm. just like him. So I just, I like the versatility uh, to get all those backs involved. Um, I love that. I love the player that Kobe Bain is becoming. I know we don't we don't talk about him much, but you know, with the with the injury to Cable, do being able to have a guy that already plays regularly, you don't you don't 
you know, skip a step at all. And then Armaje and Pooney at tackles was a delight. I mean, for the for the offensive line lovers in the house, that <laughs> was a delight. Just because of uh, height, length, athleticism, you know, it's it's funny. You see big teams and you see big guys, and nobody's bigger than Armaje. No, you walk down there. There's just no one bigger. He's bigger than everyone in some kind of way. His his physicality and presence and his ability to pop out and play tackle was awesome. Um, you know, it's it's just a team that's that is growing in all these beautiful ways, and you can see, you know, what's coming behind it, especially on the offensive. Yeah, I I for sure, and I thought the offensive line had a great game. Um, you know, it was a fun to like the option game was just working. Period. Cole Ballard involved too. One thing, it seemed like KU had K State beat by alignment with some of their option stuff. Just like I don't, they I think they were running some stuff to the field maybe they hadn't prior, and they just had some option plays that were just not not covered by K State well at all. Right. And and they were just they hit it a couple times, and some big plays came out of it. Yeah, it's been the secret negative effect on the run game. And what do you you're like, what do you mean negative effect? You know, this team's like top ten in the country. But I think that's what I mean by negative effect. So these angles that they've had, they've had them all season. It's just that Jason is not really good at he's he strings out the option for his own team. So that it ends up being that the numbers aren't in favor. But when he does hit it, it's like Texas, you know, where he damn near scored. So those numbers have been there and they've been there. Because they're so good at everything else. You know, if, if they're just as good at option as they are at outside zone, which they are, they're just as good as the pinch and pull off tackle runs, which they are. It's just that the quarterback injuries have not allowed them to really get into option football. They just haven't been able to do it. But I think the difference this game was you use Tory Lachlan because of Tory Lachlan's good, but it also takes those hits and those reps off of Cole. So he's not getting the physicality of the reps, but you can see Cole's an effective option runner too. So then you have that, you have that wrinkle. So you also know that Bean was available in some capacity. So maybe you are a little bit less concerned about Cole getting nicked up. So that's really the first time this year where Kansas has had two quarterbacks they felt comfortable with going in. And you saw the option wreak havoc on a defense that was giving up like 61 yards a game on the ground over the last four games. A team that, a team that per the analytics points per drive was number one in the Big 12. Hmm. You watch Kansas in the, in the first half, in the first half with the touchdown, start the second half with the touchdown, and really just drive seventy-five plus yards with relative ease. Yeah, and I mean, just you know, made some mistakes down in the red. You know, made a mistake down the red that kind of put them in a, in a situation they were gonna be, they were going to probably put some more points on the board. I liked, you know, we can talk about that. You know, they get down. I liked the decision to go for it on fourth and fourth down. You know, I know some people are going to you know debate you know the kick, but. I think when you get down there, you got to take some, you got to take some chances. Um, I will say this, you know, my, when I, my coach's staff used to say, you know, quarterbacks make their money on third down in the red zone. And those are two areas where your quarterback has to, you know, you've got to be quick. You've got to be quick. You got to be decisive. You got to make good choices with the football. And I think Cole Ballard played a very good game. You know, I think, you know, obviously there were some mishaps for sure. Don't get me wrong, but, you know, I thought he made, he, he did some really good things, things that I think show you why the reports out are, you know, his teammates, love his teammates are going to rally behind him. That touchdown throw was incredible. It was. That tough. That is, that is a tough football player making that. So I know it was wide open, 
but he was standing there taking a hit and and making and finding that guy in the in the in the back line of the end zone. That is a that is a ta- that's a football player kind of kind of kind of play, right? That's you know, and so he made some he made some mistakes, and he was a steps he was you you know he was a tick slow. He's still working the process through some things, and you can watch him kind of doing that. I think his internal clock is just a little slow still, right? You know, he's got to be a little bit more decisive about when he steps up and runs. You know, some of these things that they just take time. Yeah, they just reps. take time. They take reps. They take live bullets in dealing with that. And so I thought there was just a lot of things in Cole Ballard's tape that sh- should have KU fans excited that he's in the building. Now, yeah. I think KU's always going to be trying to recruit over a guy like Cole Ballard. And that's not dissing Cole Ballard. I just, you know, they they brought they 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 got a lot of talented quarterbacks, you know. Then they've got a talented quarterback coming in this year, and they got Jalen Daniels back next year. But you're gonna be thrilled that Cole Ballard's a Jayhawk for the next three years because he's gonna step in in some big moments for this team, and he's gonna win him some football games down the road. And I don't know if he'll ever be the starter. I don't know how long it's gonna take for him to be the starter, but you're gonna be excited about having him on this roster. Kind of the same way you are about Jason Bean. I actually think I think he could I think he can be better than Bean when it's all said. Not the time of a runner, but I think just the kind of football player he is. He's the guy. He's the kind of guy you're going to win some football games if you need to. Absolutely, and you know one of the things that people don't realize about Cole is that he's six two. He's about two twenty five. So the reason yeah. that he's playing as a freshman is because he's physically prepared to play. Yeah. So this isn't an accident. You know, if he was to 175 pounds, he wouldn't be playing. So this is this is a lot about his physical ability and his maturity to be ready for a moment like this. And what I'll say about him is that, you know, even you mentioning, you know, people, you know, recruiting around them or getting better players, which they are, of course, going to always look to improve that position. I've got no concerns about him and the work that he's going to put in, you know, because, we, you know, we've seen a lot from him. But how about that fastball on third and eight to uh, Luke Grimm on that comeback? I didn't know he had that. He probably has a lot of things that I don't know he has. He has so more than I thought there. He has more yeah. than I thought there for sure. I mean, that was a real fastball. So I'm thinking, okay, <laughs> like that's pretty good, you know, to to throw outside the numbers on the money like that on, on a high pressure down. So I, I'm I'm with you that this guy is going to be in the fold for the Jayhawks uh, for years to come in some really special ways that might have some really big moments. I would not be surprised. If we're looking up two years with Cole Ballard being the starter, I I I won't put it past him. I think it's I mean I I will not put it past him because I think there's just, there's something about him. There's just there. He's a football player. He goes about it the right way. He gives great effort. He's smart. Like coaches are gonna love it. That there's a reason a true freshman walk on saw the field. Yeah, You're right. And it's it's physically, but it's also just he does some things that are very like. He does some things that you know he, he's still he's still he's still a young kid, but man, he just also just does some things that that are it, it's uh, above his years, yeah, you beyond his years. Just and like I know he threw two picks, but I also just I feel like he did some just really smart winning plays things throughout the game, and just his his ability to command the huddle, command the offense. Nothing like we talked about this last week. Stepping in. Also, I, I, look, stepping in as a backup quarterback is one of the hard, is a very difficult thing to do. And if you've got someone that can step in, that can run the offense, that can do everything that was on the call sheet and can do what's asked, that's big. And, you know, you saw them last week. They, 
They had a couple little wrinkles with their snap count that they tried to mix some things up, right? They'll look back to the sidelines, but it's really just a fake quick, you know, it's a quick snap in little things like that. They're still running all that stuff with their backup third string, you know, freshman quarterback. And so they have a lot of trust in him. It's obvious. And uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to, to watching Cole Ballard's development. And I'm glad he's on, on scholarship because he's absolutely earned it. Uh, let's talk, let's move to the defensive side of the ball. We, we spent a lot of time talking on offense. You know, obviously, hey, early, early, early struggles, first possession of the game, give up a touchdown. But man, I, they, they gave up 6.9 yards per pass, four and a half on the ground, 323 yards of total offense, one turnover. That I, I thought the offense was, I, I, or I thought the defense played really well. I'm really, I, I think the, the defense did some really good things in that game. Some short fields hurt them a little bit. Uh, but I just, yeah, I, I walked away feeling good about that defense. I, uh, same thing, both sides of the ball. Walked away good, feeling good about them too. Yeah, so I mean, pretty much everything I just said about Devin Neal, you know, there was there was few doubt in that stadium that he was the best player on the field every time he was on it. Mm-hmm. The same could be said for Austin Booker. Um, he had a series of about seven plays in a row that. Kansas has not had a player impact a game like that from that position since Charlton Keith. They've just not had a player yeah. consistently interrupt everything. And if you remember, Charlton Keith was really good slithering around and getting tackles for loss in the run game. And then on your big pressure passing downs, you had to give him attention. Austin Booker has reached that point now to where on third down, he needs all the attention. And then on the rundowns, he's making plays. And Kent, he's not just making tackles. These are impact, big hit tackles like over and over again. Sometimes he's folding in, making play. And it's like what I liked about it was it wasn't just about how he turned it on. It was when he turned it on. It was that it was 27 to 24. The game was on the line and he became an animal. Now he ran out of gas. And that was, a you know, the, uh, the fumble punt and all, and that was the drive that ended up being the touchdown. I did think he ran out of gas, but you're talking about a guy who captured that moment. He took it. He took it and he gave it to his team. You know, Kansas is about to have the ball at midfield um, with a chance to, to put that game away. I just really appreciated that level of defender because I don't remember when the last time we had one. I think it goes all the way back to Charlton Keith. I, I've been on the bandwagon that I think he's a Sunday player. I I think, you know, I think there's some more physical development for him to make. I think he's got another level of physical development that he can achieve and that's so not diminishing him in his frame already, but I think there's more that they can add to that frame. Still maintain the flexibility, athleticism, all that good stuff. I think he is an impact defensive player. I think you're I He's one of those guys that if if you're paying attention, if 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 the right people are paying attention on the in the in the voting for some of these all conference stuff, he's gonna get he's gonna get some attention. You know, he's gonna get some attention this year for for what he's done. I've I've been so impressed with him, and you know, there's definitely you know like you know he'll he'll try to slip. You know, he's he's definitely guys more trying to slip and elude on some stuff here or there to try to make some plays. And, and but you you need that kind of you need negative plays. And there's, you know, sometimes we'll get out of a gap here or there, but I mean, it's at the expense of of getting some negative plays for this team. And that's yeah. one thing I just really, you know, you're right. They do need they need a little bit of that. And and he definitely brought it. He definitely brings that team. 
There's so much to be thankful for. Family, friends, food, Kansas Jayhawks, and NFL football all week long. DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping your Thanksgiving week full of action. New customers can bet just 5 bucks on the NFL action to score 150 instantly in bonus bets. No matter your appetite, there's something for you. Money lines, parlays, props, live bets, and so much more. You name it, they've got it. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. You can use code KCSN. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL Thanksgiving action to score 150 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code KCSN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas, must be 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. You know, I think there's a couple what-ifs that we're probably going to be talking about on the defense, BMAC. Um, I, you know, the, I, I'm not going to get to in the rest. I think the rest were bad. I, I don't think we need to belabor that. Um, obviously, that holding call on the fourth down, the first possession, I think, of the game for K-State, they get in the red. That was a terrible call. It was a horrible call. Um, I think the the one, the what if we're going to be talking about a lot, though, is the pick six that that KU had a chance on. You know, Rich Miller, make great play to jump, uh, you know, like a slant and make a quick house call. I think they'll put them up 18. Yeah, that, it was like 34 16 yeah. at that point. He'll put him up 18. I feel like that was obviously a moment that you're going to be thinking about for a while. But man, I again, I I know it's, it sucks to lose, and there's, there's some of the little things you're going to kick yourself about, but these are also college kids doing, you know, playing hard, playing well, playing good football. There's so much good to take away from it. But yeah, I'm going to be. It's, there's a, there's a what if there for sure with that with that pick six. Yeah, and it wasn't just that moment; it was the play after too. You know, resulting in that 35 yard run and getting yeah. him from being backed up, which you know they were sh- at. You know, Will Howard was not comfortable. You know, at at that point in the game, would have been nice to keep them pinned back and have him face it on the third down, and they were able to get out of it. And that's kind of been what Will Howard has done during the year is he's given the ball away. Yeah, and there were a few opportunities. You know, one was the. Uh, you know, I think Kobe's eyes, he had the pass interference uh, going towards the bowl where his eyes just lit up. He just ran through the guy's back. That probably, I had a really good angle on that. I think he thought he was going to intercept that ball. Mm-hmm. And he got a little overzealous and ran through the guy's back. It was an obvious penalty. Um, but, you know, Howard will allow you those opportunities. And the teams that beat Kansas State take advantage of those opportunities. Yeah. And uh, Kansas just couldn't on that night. Yeah, it's you know I I I thought I didn't think Will Howard played particularly well in the first half. Um, I actually think Cole Ballard might have played him in the first half. Uh, I think Will Howard got comfortable in the second half. They started using his legs a little bit more, but I mean you know they did a pretty good job of limiting explosives defensively. I think they only had two explosive plays to K State, the one right after the, the near pick six, uh, and then I think one big pass play, right? 
Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah. Ah. Oh yeah. The the early the early down the early down struggles or the early game yeah. struggles. Uh so yeah, I mean I they KU had them in a good spot and they they had pretty good control of of the majority of the game and you know some special teams errors. I thought you know like obviously the the fumble pump you know, put them in a bad spot and um but yeah, I I I, I think so many just little things kept this team from winning this game, but the gap, both sides, gaps closed, and now let's see what this team's made of. Because I, I'm not trying to get, I'm not trying to look ahead to next season, but I just can't help but be encouraged by what is happening on on both sides of the ball and with this program. And I know they're going to lose some guys they could have a lot of dudes return back where they'll be a preseason top 25 team. Jalen yeah. Dale, Jalen Dale's back. Booker back. If Neil and Kobe and Mello and, you know, some of these guys, if, if they return, they're going to be a preseason top 25 team. Yeah. They got some dudes that are still on this team. And there's just, there's so much reason for optimism. And, these are these are the these are the pain points that you deal with on the climb to growth. Like you talked about, you know, like this is not a linear progression. You know, you talked about early right off the top. It's not easy. It's never going to be easy, but this program is not afraid of the challenge. This coaching staff's not afraid of the challenge and no one should feel anything but confidence and belief because look what this team's done already. I think I, I can't believe we're in a situation right now where this team is two one score losses, three one score losses away from nine and one, like ten and one, whatever it is. Like I think they've only lost one game by more than a score. It was the Texas game where it was twenty fourteen in Austin yeah. in the fourth quarter, third quarter, white, whatever it. Was. It's amazing, man. I I can't believe we're in the situation we're in. And I'm so happy, and it's just been so much to fun to watch. And like I know people are upset, and it hurts to lose to a rival, but. I'm just having a hard time being too negative. Yeah, I agree with you in, in that um, this is still a season that can be a special season. Already you know, especially yeah. considering, you know, two wins, they can become a nine-win team. That's only been done two other times. And That's an crazy. team has only been, other, only been done seven other times. I think this is a team that deserves to have that kind of a victory, Absolutely. you know, to have that kind of season. And I hope they're able to close it out um, in some big ways. I want to talk about Cincinnati real quick before we get out of here. Um, obviously, they're a team that's, you know, that's that's not been able to win a lot of football games. They've been in some close ones too. Like people, have, people have had a hard time playing them in Cincinnati. You know, uh, I know Oklahoma. They had some fits, you know, early in that game against Cincinnati. Um, Emory Jones is an experienced quarterback. I think he's playing his last game of college football. He's an athlete, can move a little bit. So you're dealing with a mobile quarterback. You're dealing with a team. Uh, on their senior night, that's had some games that they probably wish they would have won. Uh, they Kansas can't take them lightly. Kansas is going to have to go down, out and take care of business. I don't doubt they will. You know, I just how this team has responded week in, week out. How this team is treated every week. You know, and with a good mindset, I think they'll go out in there and I think they'll be able to have some success moving the football on the ground. Uh, qu- whatever quarterback plays, I feel pretty confident that they'll be able to take care of business but i mean cincinnati's gonna give them a fight in this game yeah cincinnati to me is a lot like central florida um they're like talented 
Like they have good players all over the field, good defenders. They have good offensive players. They run the football well. Um, you know, they were two and six when they hosted Central Florida. They played their tails off. So mm-hmm. I don't expect this to be a team that um, is phoning anything in. It'll be a tough challenge. It'll be a night game. It'll be their senior night. So you'll have that pride and that hot start um, that Kansas will have to deal with. And like I said, I they've got good back. They got two good backs. You know, they got an experienced quarterback. They've got a physical offensive line. They've got good individual defenders. Like, this is a good team, you know, and that's just what the Big 12 is. There is no bad teams. And Central Florida, you know, Cincinnati will be up for the challenge. So Kansas is going to have to come out and execute. It'll be a fun challenge for them. I think they can get it done. But, you know, Cincinnati is not a slouch. No, Dante Corleone, problem along the interior of that defensive line for for Cincinnati. Some grown man strength. Uh, Some of the, one of the, I think one of the better interior defenders in college football. Uh, so and he's he's a dude that you're gonna see drafted, uh, pretty high, I'd say top 100 probably, uh, this year. So they got they got some good football players, for sure. Do you see this team getting an eight win regular season? BMAC? Do you think I that do. they go to Cincinnati and win? I do. I think they go to Cincinnati and win. I think they execute. I think their physicality and matchups like that really plays to their benefit. And they can kind of control the football on the clock and make big plays in the passing game when they need to. I'm I'm with you. I'm lockstep. I think, you know, I think this is a game that obviously the game that they just went through hurt, but I, I don't see this team folding. I don't see this team quitting. That's not been in the DNA of this team. That's not the DNA of the kids that Lance Leipold has brought into this program. Uh, I think you're going to see one more good performance here in the regular season. Uh, winning on the road's hard. And yes, Cincinnati has not had a lot of success winning football games, uh, but it's a it's going to be an emotional night for them. It's going to be the last game for some of these kids, and you're going to get everything that you uh, everything you want against Cincinnati. It's a it's a tricky game to be playing, uh, but I still think Kansas pulls this one off. I think they get to eight wins, and that yeah, they're going to have a chance to win nine games, which that's just man, that's special. What a special season, man! What a special season that's been. It's been a lot of fun. That is going to do it for this week's episode of Booth Review. Thank you all so much for listening, for watching, for supporting. We hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving. We will talk to you hopefully after a Kansas win against Cincinnati on Saturday. That's BMAC. I'm Kit Swanson. We'll catch you later. Peace. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.